1: This week on the Doggy Diva Show, November is Adopt-A-Senior Pet Month. We have some great tips to help you with their nutritional needs and adjusting to their new home. And rescue dogs from a Caribbean hurricane find their forever homes in the United States. That's our show today. Let's get started.
0: Hey, did you hear that? What is that? It's the bark heard round the world. The Doggy Diva Show. Here's Susan Marie.
1: Hi. Welcome to the Doggy Diva Show, the show for animal lovers. I'm your host Susan Marie, and as always, I'm joined by my canine co-host, the Doggy Divas themselves, Francesca Coco, and our newest little diva, Miss Olive. Miss Olive is the cute little Italian greyhound rescue in the picture with the microphone. Thank you for joining us today as we bring the experts in the pet and animal world right to you. So go grab a cup of coffee and your pet's favorite treat, and we'll be back in just a moment. Hey, Monica, this is one of my favorite months. It's Adopt a Senior Pet Month. And so
2: can you please share with the listeners a little bit about adopting a senior pet? Senior pets are wonderful. And I just love the fact that, you know, ASPCA has this holiday in November. They make it a month of awareness for senior pet adoptions. And I cannot stress to you how wonderful senior pets are. When you are out looking for a pet, especially, you know, here in Florida, but all over, you know, even when you have a individual that's getting to be a senior in you know, retirement age, um, it's a lot to have a puppy, especially, you know, me with having, you know, I, I'm not a senior yet, but, uh, you know, I even being young, having a family and having a household and have things to do, puppies are a lot of work. A whole lot of work. And I, there is something to be said about going to the shelter and adopting, you know, a six year old dog that, you know, have a lifespan of, you know, 14, 15. So you have lots of good years in front of you and they're already potty trained and they're not running around my house chewing my shoes <laughs> and they're not. You know, we have the puppy right now, so I'm remembering all of this. You know, it, it's all all the puppy stuff is coming back to me quickly as we go through it again with the puppy. And I'm just appreciating my older girls so much right now. <laughs> so, just to let everybody know, just because they're a senior pet does not mean they cannot adjust to a new household. Pets are very resilient. And, you know, as far as senior pets, they've calmed down, they know their routine you know you kind of have a good feel as to you know their behavior and stuff just by spending a little time with them and you can integrate them into homes usually fairly easy. Um, you know, there's lots of things you can do in regards to alleviating some of the stress of a situation of bringing a new pet to a home, even to the new pet and also to the existing pets, um, you know, such as feeding, you know, that calm diet or doing a composure or a for a couple of days, which you always recommend bringing a new pet into a home, doing something like that, no matter what the age is. But with a senior pet, you know, as long as you... Have an idea of the pet's background as far as you know, medical, most adoption agencies and shelters, they're making sure that pet's already spayed or neutered. You know, they're having it seen by a veterinarian. So the veterinarian's gonna check it over, see if there's any concerns, and then you go from there. And even if they do have a medical concern, I mean, I have a new puppy that has a lot of medical concerns. There's no way to know whether if you get a dog at, you know, six or 16, you know, what the concern is going to be until it comes out. It can happen at any age and any time. So it's definitely, you know, people kind of shy away from older pets. Oh, they're going to start making a lot of bills because they're older or, you know, they're not going to acclimate as well because they're older. And that's not the case. We've just seen so many cases of senior pets that just go into the household so seamlessly because, you know, they've been through the routine. They've kind of been around the block before. They know, you know, kind of how things work. And you can have the most lovable senior healthy dogs come in and live a long, happy life. And, you know, a lot of our seniors, they love adopting older dogs, but I do have to say, you know, even having a younger family, you know, definitely, definitely keep your mind open to adopting a senior pet. It doesn't have to be a puppy. And loss is hard. It's inevitable. You can have, you know, I just adopted little Olive and she came from a puppy mill and she's got issues and even though she came to us as a puppy, because of issues that you can get and they can come out of nowhere, you can have a perfectly healthy dog, you never know what that dog's lifespan is going to be. You know, things happen, illnesses can happen and you know, you can end up having a senior in your home longer than a puppy sometimes so never shy off when it comes to age you know and always check because different breeds age at different rates so if you have a smaller breed dog especially getting that dog as a senior you could have easily another 10 12 years with that dog you know the smaller the dog is the longer the lifespan and even some of our older dogs you know just having that You know, that home for the end of their life can mean the world of difference to a senior pet. And they can really bring in a really outstanding emotional bond and aspect to that pet owner.
1: You know, that's really important. And you talk about your little Olive, who's so cute. And um, with Sophia, we got her when she was two and a half, and she was a puppy mill dog. Um, We adopted her. And um, the vet who we took her to for her initial checkup said whatever her issues are will come out when she's four or five just like you said and by the time she was five years old she had full-blown issues there were heart issues there were all sort of we had, the vet at that time referred to her as a metabolic mystery now he had sophia till you know for, for quite a few years but we did it she lived through medication and she lived through sheer spirit and love so what you're saying is True. When you adopt a puppy, sometimes you may be adopting a little bit of problem, a little, there may be health problems and that's something you have to take into consideration. You adopt a senior pet nine times out of 10, they're going to know what the issues are, the dog's going through, the dog's acclimated itself and it's doing just fine and it's going to make a wonderful partner. So either way, you know, it's great, but a senior pet, that's where my heart lies well i've got one sitting right on my lap (laughs) but it's uh senior pets are are wonderful and i'm so glad that the aspca has put um adopt a shelter pet month in november that's where we honor them so go out and adopt a senior pet (laughs) thank you guys so much dogs from the caribbean that are hurricane maria survivors are getting new forever homes in the u.s stay tuned back everyone. We have some heartwarming and inspiring news that came out of the tragedy of Hurricane Maria. And we have with us today Karen Slamba, Associate Director of Nate's Honor Animal Rescue, to tell us all about it. Hey Karen, how are you?
3: Hey, I'm great. Thank you so much for, for asking.
1: Oh no, this is great news. And for the listeners who may not be familiar with Nate's Honor Animal Rescue, can you tell us a little bit about it?
3: Absolutely. So Nate's Honor Animal Rescue is an, obviously an animal rescue. Um, and we are in Bradenton, Florida. We have a, um, very unique shelter complex so that all the animals are housed in cottages. So if you come here, you'll see that our setup is sort of like, we call it Key West for canines. Mm-hmm. It's very colorful and very, um, it's, it's a very nice place for animals to be while they wait for their forever home.
1: And it is. It's beautiful, and um, a lot of thought. I remember when you guys were in the in Cooper's Creek. You know that was where you only were, and then you went there because it's so beautiful where you are now. Thank Um, you. It's a great place for pets who are waiting for their forever home. And speaking of that, something big just happened. So can you tell us about the collaborative effort to find forever homes for um, unknown animals that were impacted by Hurricane Maria?
3: Yes, so um, we got a call from the ASPCA. Um, They are really, the ASPCA is known for disaster response. So when there is a disaster, they go into that area and they go and they look for pets that are displaced. They set up temporary shelters, and they house them um, and care for them, and then they try to reunite them with their owners, or they, um, if they can't, then eventually they try to find shelters that are willing to take them. So they've got shelter partners all across the country, and we're one of them. So um, what the animals that we took in, there's 24 of them, there's 16 dogs and 8 cats, they all were actually owner surrenders, which is really sad. It was people who could, who lost their homes, mm. who could no longer keep their animals. So it wasn't animals that were stray animals or feral cats or anything like that. It was like people's pets, but they were so, um, their lives had been so devastated, they just couldn't, they had no place for their animals so they had to surrender them. So it's very, very heartbreaking um, that these animals had to come here. Um, but We uh, pride ourselves in making life comfortable and and wonderful for them once they get here, and then we'll find them new forever home.
1: Now, how did they get here? There was a partnering with, um, was it Wings of Rescue? Wings of Rescue, yes. So they flew
3: the dogs from St. Croix to um, Fort Lauderdale. And then we had volunteers that went and picked up the dogs and cats in two separate vehicles. Um, so it, the flight was a three-hour, three 40-minute flight, and then the drive was about three and a half hours. So it was a long, long journey
1: for these guys. Wow, and, you know, I saw the pictures of them. They are so precious, and they're, you know, they look like they're waiting. They said, okay, well, we just went through something horrible, and I know something good's going to happen. Now, you received 24. How many animals were totally relocated by um, the ASPCA? There were 51. Well, first of all, actually, their,
3: their housing in their temporary shelter in St. Croix has over 100 animals. But this particular trip, this was their first trip over to, they spent 51 all together, and they're still caring for the others, and eventually we'll be sending them to the U.S. But um, the 51 were split between us and um, Vero Beach, an organization of Vero Beach and Broward County Humane Society.
1: Wow, that's so great. And just the fact that this effort which is like an international effort the fact that it could go that these these poor little you know, and I'm looking at them. They're so sweet. I'm looking at the pictures. Can be, you know, rehomed in right now or in Florida. They could be rehomed in Florida. It's just so heartwarming, and it's so good of uh, Nate's animal uh, rescue to take them in. And you guys have such well, a beautiful you. place, so they're, they're very lucky. Now, <laughs> <laughs> we think so too. now, for the listeners who want to see the pups, and the, you have some cats, too, that came over. Where would they go to look for them?
3: Well, first of all, they, the, the animals have to stay on a very, very strict two-week quarantine. Mm-hmm. So we have to make sure there are diseases in, in the Caribbean that we don't necessarily see here. So we have to screen them and make sure that they're healthy and all of that stuff before we put them up for adoption or or allow the public to come in and, and visit with them. So after two weeks, they should be available at our shelter for adoption assuming that they're all going to be healthy, and they all look really healthy. Um, And that's at 4951 Lorraine Road in Bradenton.
1: Now, if Um, they want to look online, where could they go to look? Facebook.
3: Actually, our Facebook page has some of the photos up already um, from when they arrived. And as we continue to work with them and and get to know them better, we're really active on Facebook. So, anytime you want to see what animals are coming into our shelter or, or the status of animals, that's that's the best place to do it. Our website pro- won't actually put them up on the web- We won't put them up on the website until they're available for adoption.
1: And that's good because you want to make sure that they, like you said, they're, it's not like you're getting them from Georgia, it's they're actually coming from another location where they have a whole different set of, you know, health, possible health issues. So that's um, very good. And they do, they look like, I mean, I I haven't seen them personally, but in the photos that I have, they look like they're in good health and they look, they're so adorable. So (laughs)
4: thank
1: you. Well, we
3: were lucky because we got nine puppies in this group, so. I mean, puppies, no matter what yeah. they are and where they come from, they're always going to be adorable. They so are. Um, yeah, they're really, and they're very, very sweet. And you just think about all the stuff that they've gone I through know. and the fact that they can't talk to you and mm-hmm. say, this is what happened to me. You know, I mean, it's really, it's, it's it makes you just want to enfold them in your arms and say, it's going to be okay. So um, we're we're really working hard to make sure that they're comfortable and they're happy, and we have enrichment and toys and treats with them all the time, and we have volunteers that are spending time with them. So um, it's a it's a real big effort. Um, We're very fortunate that we have so many volunteers who want to help.
1: Thank you. You know, what you do at Nate's Honor Animal Rescue is really, the way it's set up, it's so, it's very progressive and extremely comfortable for the dogs, so they couldn't have landed in a better place, so... Um, thank you so much. Yeah. So, well, I want to thank. I know that you're very busy. Thank you for taking the time to come on the show and be our guest. And also, I want to thank all of you at Nate's Honor Animal Rescue for not only everything you do just regular with the with all of the homeless pets, and you do so much, but also these 24 dogs and cats that were impacted by the tragedy of Maria. You know that left them without a home or a family. Thank you so much for taking them in, and they are in a really great place waiting for their forever home. So I want to thank you. Thank
3: you. Thank you so much, and thanks for having us on the show today.
1: Oh, it's our pleasure. We'll be back in just a moment. Hi, Doggy Diva Show listeners. Susan Marie here to take just a half a minute to let you know how much we appreciate your being with us every week to hear great dog tips you can use with your pet, some great stories about rescues, fostering, and some heartwarming stories about second chances for pets who are now in loving forever homes. Be sure to go to our website, thedoggydiva.com, to see pictures of Miss Olive and other dogs we talk about on the show and get to know us a little better. That's thedoggydiva.com. D-O-G-G-Y. We appreciate your feedback too. Okay, let's get back to the show. Coming up, do you have a senior pet? We have some ways to keep them active and meet their nutritional needs as they age. Stay tuned.
5: She was thrown out of a pickup truck. Somebody threw him out of a car and shattered his leg. They found her walking on the
3: streets. Many have been abused, malnourished, eating garbage.
5: itching,
1: licking, missing fur. There's this
3: commercial on TV that the ASPCA does. They want you to send in $19 a month for a dog in the shelter. I think you should go and adopt a dog from the ASPCA and then get that dog on Dynavite. D-I-N-O-V-I-T-E dot com. You don't need to spend thousands on vet bills. Their answer is nutrition. The omega-3 fatty acids.
1: Flaxseed, zinc, alfalfa, the
5: digestive enzymes that are cooked out of regular dog food.
0: When you rescue a dog, you've got to feed him right for life. Every rescue deserves at least 90 days of Dynovite. 859-428-1000.
5: 859-428-1000. Dynovite is nutrition. Dynovite for life.
3: dot no. com
0: Let's talk pets.
2: Let's talk pets.
0: On Pet Life Radio. Pet Life Radio. Pet Life Radio. <laughs>
1: Welcome back everyone. Well, we are in November and it is Adopt a Senior Pet Month and we have our nutrition contributor, Kim Gablin, Senior Marketing Director of Bill Jack Foods with us today to give us some tips on senior pets. Hey Kim, welcome. Hi, Sue. Thanks
5: for having me on. Oh, our pleasure.
1: Now, this being Adopt-A-Senior Pet Month, me being a senior pet owner, I'm very sensitive yes. to this. I love, you know, I love that the, we have a whole month, even though it should be all year long. But, I mean, just to bring attention to it, you know, in November is really great. So, Bill Jacks has so much nutrition and there's so many breakdowns. What, What nutritional, what kind of ways can we support our senior dog's health? Yeah, you know, there's a lot
5: of, there's a lot of great ways you can really help them to live a nice long, high-quality life. And so, of course, first of all, we always talk about nutrition as the foundation Mm -hmm. of anything you do with your dog. And so, you know, getting them a good um, senior or mature formula is really great. You know, for example, we have a small breed senior formula that we just came out with this year. And then we also have a senior formula that's good for medium and large-sized dogs. So you want to get something that's going to adjust the protein and the fat for them so they're getting, you know, the right amount of that and helping to support their muscle tone and um, and their weight, uh, and then also um, you want to be able to have uh, something that's going to help you know with their um, omega threes and six fatty acids to help support and nourish a healthy skin and coat. So that that's always an an important thing when you're when you're looking for a senior dog. And you know uh, obviously keeping them at a really good weight. You know you're really great about keeping Miss Olive at a great weight. That's really important to keep them healthy, yeah. so it's not putting additional you know stress on their on their joints.
1: That, and that is so important, especially with her, with the three legs, it's really important it, when we bring her in for her, ch- she goes to chiropractic work, she gets it every three weeks. And the first thing they do is weigh her. And she's so little, they mm-hmm. weigh her on a baby scale, but they <laughs> weigh her and we have to keep her in a certain weight. I, if she goes a little over, you know, I have to do it because it, you're right, it takes, it puts pressure on their joints.
5: Yeah, yeah. And I, and I think, you know, and it's, and it's great to help them keep active. You know, you know, obviously, when you're talking about the, the early days of, of being a mature dog, right? When they're maybe six or seven or eight years old, you know, a, a lot of times you're not going to have to make any changes for activity levels. But as they get older, you know, you might not take as long of a walk. So you kind of have to, you have to let them speak to you, right? Kind of pay attention to them, see what's comfortable for them. But you don't want to stop actually doing things with them, right, playing fetch, getting out in the yard, you know, going to the dog park or taking a walk, you still want to make sure that you're out being active and and challenging them and, and again, giving them that mental stimulation, right, because it's not just about the walking physical part of it, it's also about stimulating their brain as they're out there sniffing and looking and hearing, you know, and seeing. I mean, it's really important for them to kind of get that mental stimulation to stay mentally healthy and and active.
1: Yeah, and that is very important, and especially, you know, sometimes, um uh, with senior pets people go well i don't really want to take him out i don't want him to, to walk. well they love to go out they love this i mean mine love to sniff like you just said they love to sniff i, I call it their p mail. Mm-hmm. and they sniff, <laughs> so, 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 sniff all around the neighborhood it's like they're up to date on everything everybody's done and they go okay we're ready to go back in <laughs> but yeah it that, is right. it no, keeps their brain they going do- they know what's going on and they're like they feel like they're in tune <laughs>
5: Mm -hmm. Well, and it's always important to get them to the the veterinarian regularly. You know, these days, so many veterinarians do a lot of um, proactive testing so they can you know, do some blood work, yes. they can do some other things that can kind of see the, the kinds of things they see as dogs get older, and they can be proactive about whatever's going on and kind of help you know about it before it becomes an issue down the road. And so it's really great to be able to get to the veterinarian, you know make sure you're, they're checking their teeth too, because keeping their teeth clean is really important to them staying healthy, and so that's always a really big thing that you know if you're brushing or at least getting to the veterinarian to get cleaned every every once in a while when they need it, that's really important too.
1: You know that is so important, and I have another senior dog, Francesca, who had. You know, we discovered some health issues from her last cleaning. You know, during her last ah. cleaning, because the teeth affect so much. I mean, poor little Olive has no teeth left, so we have <laughs> to, we we hygienically take care of her mouth. But um, with Francesca, you know, you you think you're doing everything, and but you're right. It's that that mm-hmm. annual cleaning, or maybe even more, because they are getting older. And, um, yeah. and a lot of t- and teeth issues affect the whole body.
5: Absolutely. And, and, and certainly last but not least, you know, um, as your dog's mature, sometimes you need to make some thoughtful accommodations, right? Um, it may be that they're not moving along or jumping into the car so easily, so you might need to be lifting them up into the car or watching them on stairs. Um, they might not be able to jump on the bed, so you might be able to get them um, some stairs, You know, I know we have some stairs when my dog was a puppy, but I know that we'll be able to use when he's a little bit older.
1: Yeah, -hmm.
5: Yeah, that that makes a really big difference. It makes it easier for them so they're not going to hurt themselves, you know, maybe falling off the bed when they're jumping up. Um, And certainly, you know, getting them a soft bed. Um, you may need to make some accommodations if they're having accidents in the house, right, as they get older and have a harder time, maybe waiting for you to get home. You know, if that means you're crating them or if you're having giving them some opportunity to have some pads in the house where they can go to the bathroom. That's always really important, right? It's those little things that will make uh, your whole life and their lives a little bit
1: easier each day. Oh, absolutely. And and then we go to wh- what are some reasons that you think people should consider adopting a senior dog? I mean, it's kind of like taking care of a regular, you know, your middle-aged dog, but maybe with a little more care. But, I mean, those seniors need us.
5: Yeah, you know, so many of those mature dogs, are, they're often the, the most difficult to adopt right? because a lot of people are looking for a puppy. But, you know, there's so much that goes into having a puppy and all the energy and the accidents, the training. Whereas when you get an, an older dog, you know, a lot of times they're house-trained. They're, you know, they have manners. They might even um, have been trained to do other kinds of things, right? Like sit and stay, and yeah. they, they might be really great dogs, but something just happened with that family where they can no longer keep them. So a lot of times it's a lot easier. It is a smoother transition to be able to get a dog that is a little bit older. And, and, and again, you know, they Everybody else talks about oh, we can't teach an old dog new tricks, right? But that's not true.
1: <laughs> that's absolutely um, exactly, not true. Exactly. No. I'm living proof that you can. And it's in and, and you're right, because sometimes people overlook the senior dogs. And if people are looking to adopt a dog from a shelter, a senior dog, what should they what do you think they should look for?
5: You know, I think it's always important and I think you talk a lot about this too. It's important to know kind of what is that dog like. So many rescues and shelters today are very good at letting us know like The history of the dog, what they know about them, if they're good with kids or with other pets you know, those are all real important things to do. And, and know what kind of lifestyle or activity level they're going to have so that, you know, they'll fit into your into your um, life more easily and, and you'll have a better chance of having a, you know, having a smooth transition with them. So that's, that's really important. And, and and so many of them, like I said, are house trained and don't require extensive training. So, you know, understanding kind of where they are in that process and, you know, what why they were surrendered is really important to know as well so that you can kind of know which kind of dog is going to be best for you.
1: And that's so true. I know that when we first adopted olive they were looking for someone who had uh, because she has three legs who's you know who was who knows mm-hmm. how to work with an, an amputee and she had no teeth and there were a lot of um things that, that people you know that that she needed to have that maybe if you if people weren't home all day or if you know if they didn't work from the house or something they were looking for someone who could spend time with her and she came from uh, a mm-hmm. bad uh, situation she was that she was rescued from you know thank heaven they they rescued her which is what a lot of senior dogs are so happy just to be rescued and adopted and that's what we found with her you know the the rescue group had knew everything about her they had rescued her from the situation they went all through you know they were they medically took care of her so by the time i got her i knew what she liked i knew what she liked to eat i knew what her treat Mm -hmm. how she could eat a treat Uh, you know they helped me a lot and you're right in with the way adoptions with between shelters and rescues, it's come so far, and they know so much about the pets that they could help you adopt the pet that fits into your family situation.
5: Yeah, you want to have a good match, right? So that they mm-hmm. can find the forever home, and and you know, and and that you know everybody can have a really great time. And it, it's just it's just so nice with a senior dog because, like I said, it just they often make it so easy. They're so grateful and loving. And, you know, and a lot of times, most of the time they don't need any kind of special accommodations, but there also are dogs, like you said, you know, like, um, like Olive, that may need a little bit of extra, you know, extra stuff, but then you can make that choice.
1: Yeah. And, and she's kind of like a regular dog now. I mean, she fits into the pack, she runs around the yard, but it's, you know, <laughs> and and I think that, too, people have a misconception on senior dogs. They're not going to run around. My two, uh, Olive and Francesca, run all over the place. And my little one, who's a puppy, she sniffs, sniffs, sniffs. She's like, she goes through the yard. It takes her longer to go through the yard than them. They just run out and play, sniff here, sniff there. Yeah. They're a lot of fun. I mean, senior dogs are a lot of fun. And like you said, they come trained. They're potty trained. A lot of times they know commands. And so there's just a lot to look for in a senior dog. And you know, yeah. at Bill Jack, you it you we talked earlier about how you know diet and health because sometimes their little digestive digestive tract changes a little bit with age. Can you tell us a little bit about the Bill Jack Senior Select formula?
5: Yeah, you know we like I said earlier we have two um, senior formulas for dogs. We have uh, Bill Jack Senior Select. And that's for medium and larger dogs. And then we have small breed senior formula. And really, you know, they, they're, uh, you know, they have a variety of things that are common between them. A l- what's a little bit different is how much fat and protein is in each of them. Yeah. So again, they're a little adjusted for a little bit more, a little bit more calories for smaller dogs based on their weight, um, relatively speaking. So, um, but, but they're really, what's great about them is they're easy to chew because, you know, sometimes as dogs get older, it's hard for them to chew their food. Yeah. They might have teeth issues like we were talking about earlier. Yeah. Um, and certainly, you know, ha- you know, made with real chicken, and so it's good for, to get them that good protein uh, and be able to help um, with their muscle um, mass because, you know, sometimes dogs, just like people, lose their muscle mass as they get older. And so you want to make sure that they're going to have a good protein source that's going to help them kind of maintain that muscle um, as they get older. Oh, no, uh, and then like you so talked about... Yeah, and then and like you talked about digestion, you know, um, it, we actually have a gentle fiber blend that helps support that healthy digestion, right? So if their t- if their stomach's getting a little touchy as they get a little older, you know, that should help them uh, be able to have a solid, uh, small, firm stool.
1: Oh, that's so, you know, all, that's so important. All those important things. Yeah, uh, <laughs> it, it is, is. It is. <laughs> to the pet parent. That's very important because we're always checking what's going in and what's coming out. <laughs>
5: yes absolutely i you know babies and pets right babies and pets <laughs> uh-huh,
1: that's right now for the <laughs> listeners who want to learn more about uh bill jack and all of the great things that you guys do there can you tell us uh where the listeners can go yeah i always
5: recommend you start at our website that's uh billjack.com it's b-i-l dash dot com. and out there we have um our store locator, so you can find a store near you that carries our products. Uh, you can also find um, our Best Friends Club, which is our monthly email that we can send you with tips and tricks about your dog. We also offer some uh, monthly coupons usually. So once a month when we send that out, you can actually click on that and request us to mail you a coupon for Bojack. Um, and we also have some great uh, videos. Both on the site and also on our YouTube page um, for training. So some great little tidbits or party tricks that you can do with your dog that make them, uh, you know, pretty easy. They're one to two minute videos. Yeah, those, they're great. Get a couple quick tips. Yeah, they're 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 nice and easy to do.
1: Well, Kim, I have to thank you with these great tips. And I want everyone to go out and, and please adopt a senior this month. This is adopt a senior pet month. You can adopt them all year round, but this is the month that we, uh, that we single out to try to honor these senior pets. So, and you gave us some great information, great health tips, great training tips, and just great reasons why we should adopt a senior pet. So I thank you very much. Uh, thank you so much, Sue. And we'll be talking to you soon. Thanks. We'll be back in just a minute. Coming up, do you live in an apartment or a condo? Are you potty training new dogs or pups? Hate those late night walks? Well, we have a new way to go. Stay tuned. Molly, here's your dinner. (coughs) Zeus, that's not your food.
0: Don't let that happen to your precious cat. Elevate your cat's eating experience with the Cat Tree Tray. The Cat Tree Tray keeps your cat's food off the floor and conveniently located on the cat tree. It's the perfect way to eat. It's a beautiful wrought iron tray that easily attaches to your cat tree and keeps dogs and other critters out of your cat's dish. A must for multi-pet households. There's a 6-inch tray for large bowls and a 4-inch tray for smaller bowls. Purchase your Cat Tree Tray today. Go right now to CatTreeTray.com. That's cat dot com. Y.com. Let's talk
4: pets.
2: Let's talk pets on Pet Life Radio.
0: Pet Life Radio. Pet Life Radio.com. <laughs>
1: Welcome back, everyone. Do you live in a condo or an apartment without a backyard? Do you work long or unpredictable hours? Do you wish to avoid carpet, floor, furniture mistakes? Do you have limited mobility? Are you potty training new dogs or puppies? Or maybe you have an older or injured dog? Do you wish to take, you know, just avoid those late night walks, especially if it's raining, snowing, or just dark? are you just fed up with cleaning artificial grass and pee pads? Well, I think that we might have the answer for you, and because you and your pets deserve the best, we have with us Andrew Feld, the founder of Fresh Patch. Welcome, Andrew.
4: Hi, Susan. Thanks for having me.
1: Oh, our pleasure. Now, can you tell the listeners a little bit about yourself and what your background is?
4: Uh, Sure. Um, Well, I actually, I went to school to study finance and environmental science, and then... um, after school, I actually decided I wanted to be an actor, and I was in Hollywood for about 8 or 10 years uh, doing commercials and TV. But um, after after I found out that that was a very hard road to take, I, I decided to, I came up with the idea for Fresh Patch, and it's really just taken off since then.
1: Yeah, it's a great product. Now, do you have pets Yourself?
4: Yes. I have a Cocker Spaniel. She's 13 years old, and mm-hmm. her name is Chloe and she is the inspiration for the product.
1: Oh, um, that's so cool! And Chloe's thirteen, so that's a perfect age because sometimes you don't want to. They have a little bit harder time, like holding things, and yeah,
4: yeah. yeah it's great for fresh pets. It's great for you know older dogs, and, and it's also great for bringing when you bring a new puppy into your home. It's really we've we've found that it you know dogs of all ages really take to the product, but. You know, there's so many different reasons why you might want to use it.
1: Well, can you tell the listeners about what Fresh Patch is?
4: Uh, Fresh Patch is basically a, a, a piece of hydroponically grown turf. So it's lighter, it's cleaner, and it lasts longer than normal sod. And mm-hmm. when you bring it into your home, it's an alternative to tea pads, plastic, grass, dog potties. You know, most dog potties are made out of synthetic materials, whereas ours is, it's a real piece of grass, so dogs instinctively and intuitively know how to use it. And, and the real nice thing about our products is that it's fully disposable. So most of our customers get a new one every two weeks, so when the new one arrives on your doorstep, you simply throw away the old one, so there's really no, no cleaning and maintenance issues.
1: And and one thing I think the listeners should know is that it's not this grass is not grown in soil. Can you just tell us a little bit about that?
4: Yeah, it's grown. It's not grown in soil. It's grown on a um, on a plastic sheet or in trays. We grow it a couple different ways, but um, it, it's not grown like normal sod. And that's why it's we're able to use something that's lighter and will last much longer than typical sod.
1: That's great because I know some people buy, especially like if they have boats or if they're in condos or in smaller areas, they'll, and they can't get out, they'll buy those little boxes with the grass in it. This is um, cleaner and it's it lasts longer and, and probably a lot lighter.
4: Yeah. And, you know, a lot of people say, well, I could get a piece of grass or turf from the local sod store, you know, nursery, and you mm-hmm. can do that. And, and that's what I used to do. But it is it's not as convenient as our product because ours comes in a a fully functioning box and you just take off the lid and and the dog can use it right then and there. Whereas if you're going to, you know, Home Depot to pick up a piece of grass, you have to put that in your trunk, carry it around, and dirt gets everywhere. I was going to say, there's a lot of dirt. (laughs) yeah. Yeah. I mean, it would serve the same purpose, but it's, you know, not as convenient.
1: Now, what type of grass do you use to make the fresh patch?
4: we've used all uh, several different types of species of grass throughout you know throughout the year uh, it could be a rye grass or a fescue or a bluegrass, but it's usually one of those three
1: and that's what makes us so unique too because you're using real grasses as opposed to like a plastic grass
4: yeah yeah the plastic grass is, is is a good idea and but just over time it really first of all it can be a little trickier to get to teach a dog to use it because it's artificial and second it it requires constant mm-hmm. maintenance and, and disinfecting and no matter how much you clean it there will generally be a bacteria build up and odor over time we don't
1: want that in our houses no. <laughs> now <laughs> and with the different dog sizes like i have a uh, small dogs and then there are other size dogs how what is how do you do the sizing on this
4: yeah so right mm-hmm. now we have four sizes we have our flagship product, which is the Fresh Patch Standard, and that's 16 by 24 inches. We came up with the Fresh Patch Mini, which is half that size, which is great for puppies or teacup-sized dogs. We have a larger size, which is 24 by 24 inches, which is 2 by 2 feet for a little bit bigger dogs. And then we have the Fresh Patch XL, which is 2 feet by 4 feet, and that's for your bigger, much bigger-sized dogs.
1: And that's really great because you have like, it's not a one size fits all. It's definitely you buy in a, you know, in proportion to what the size yeah. of your dog is. Um, and yeah. it, and it, you said that there, you can have them ship, like you could set up a shipping day to have it sent like every, um, uh, like an auto delivery every few weeks.
4: Yeah. And our most common plan is every two weeks. So you would get it on Wednesday and then it would come, Wednesdays from then. It, you can schedule your deliveries however you want. Um, and also, also times, people aren't certain which size patch to get, and they start, they start out with the standard size, the medium size, and think, okay, we need something a little bit bigger, and you can just log on to your account and upload Change your size easily, or, or you can contact a customer service, and they can do that.
1: That's great. It, so that you're yeah. not locked into anything, you can change it at any time. Now, Anytime. Yeah, we're very flexible,
4: and there's no no contracts or anything like that. It's, if it doesn't work out for you, know, it, it is a great solution for a lot of dogs, but it, it doesn't work for every dog, 100% of dogs, and we don't hold our customers to any contracts or anything like that.
1: That's great. Now you said you personally use it with Chloe. Can you just tell us like how it works, how you would get your dog to the, you know, to get used to this?
4: I mean, that's the great thing about it is there's really dogs. Most dogs will take to it right away. So it would get delivered to your FedEx would deliver it to your door. You would bring it in and put it wherever the designated area for your dog is. It could be your garage or a bathroom or the kitchen or your balcony, wherever you want. That spot to be, you would take the lid off, and your odds are your dog would start sniffing it and use it within five minutes. So wow! It's really? Yeah, that's the, that's the nicest thing about it is you're not. It's what dogs want to do. Well, yeah, the grass attracts
1: is. them. Yeah, because I know myself and yeah. in, in training, whether it be. Um, I t- I adopt like different senior dogs and I know sometimes it's hard to get them to go to the pee pads. They're not sturdy enough. They, you know, even though they have little things, some, sometimes it just doesn't work out. So this way they go yeah. to something that they're familiar to and it's something that they, you know, they're not like, eh, I don't think I want to go there. And it's like, yeah. there's no dirt. So you're, if they're digging or if they're doing their little circling, there's no dirt that's going to come up either because this is the, um, a special type of grass.
4: Right. And the nicest thing about training your dog, if it is a new puppy or a new dog you're bringing into your home and you start with this at the, at the get-go, you're training them only to go on grass or a real, uh, natural living plant versus a synthetic material. Because what can happen with the synthetic materials is the dogs can go, Oh, okay. This, I can go on this plastic or this paper. I can go on this bath mat. I can go on this rug, you know, which, it can be confusing and can cause more problems. Absolutely. That's why it's nice to start with grass from the get-go.
1: It is. And I got to tell you, I I look upon this as a true benefit for dog parents out there or pet parents because, I mean, you know, maybe cats would use it too. I mean, it's something that I think that animals would be drawn to because it's familiar to them, and then it's so easy to get them acclimated to go out in the yard or if you're going for a walk because they recognize the grass scent and the texture.
4: Right. And that's an important thing we always say, too, is this is not an alternative for walking your dog or taking your dog out. This is, if you're going to be, if you're at work for eight hours and you're not able, you're not going to be able to let the dog out in the middle of the day. It's a, you know, it's a nice thing to have for your dog, but it should not be a, a full replacement for for taking your dog out.
1: Absolutely, this is a—it's a great idea. I'm so glad you came up with it because I think yeah. that a lot of people are going to be going. Oh my gosh, this is this is what I need. Um, so, Andrew, where can the listeners go if they want to learn more about um, Fresh Patch or purchase? Sorry, it? I think
4: it, oh, well, you can purchase it on our website at freshpatch.com, and we—it's also available on Amazon.com, and those are the two places <laughs> online.
1: Okay. That's great. Well, I want to thank you for being on the show. Thank you for creating this. I mean, this is like a great product. And I think that for people from puppies all the way up to seniors, I think it's a great uh, house training uh, tool. It's a support tool. And being a pet parent myself, I'm always looking for great support tools for my pets which ultimately helped me. (laughs) Well,
4: thank you so much for having me today. It was great speaking
1: with you. Thank you, me too. You have a great day. Bye-bye. We would like to thank our guests this week. And also, as our doggy divas always say, please love your pets because they love you unconditionally. And please remember to adopt, foster, spay, neuter, and microchip. And as always, please have a great Diva Week, everyone.
0: That's all for this episode of The Doggy Diva Show. To find out more, go to our website, thedoggydiva.com. Also, find us on our Facebook page, The Doggy Diva Show, and tell your fellow dog lovers about it. Don't miss Susan Marie, Miss Olive, and The Doggy Divas right here for the next episode. See you again soon.